evening, everyone, and welcome to another fantastic night of Ben Mexus. I am your ever-faithful host, AJ. Greetings and salutations. A little longer show tonight. We got Resident Alien rejoining us this week, along with Snowpiercer 4400 and the Book of Boba Fett. And I have, oh, both my co-hosts are here. Yay. Hello. It's Karen. How are you? Good evening, ladies. Hi, AJ. Hi, Jamie. How are you guys? Hello. Hello, hello. Great to be back with you. Yes. Yep. And we do have a little yeah, bit of a longer show tonight. I'm just looking up what AJ. I hear I'm still huh? here. I'm just... Do I hear Jamie? I said, I said I'm just looking to see what episode was just on. I couldn't remember the number of it. Whoa. Oh, thank you. That's all. Oh, all right. So, four shows I'm tonight. I'm not going to be able to it, but... <laughs> What do you want to jump in with? Oh, let's get 4,400 uh, out of the way. Let's get 4,400 out of the way. 4,400. This is like the second. We only have like one or two more episodes, right? There's one two more. One show. left. Just one it's more. Two. Oh, yeah. So excited. Weird. So excited. What? To not have to watch it anymore after next week? Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm excited. There's only one left. And you know what's uh, funny? For the, for the yeah. second week in a row, I didn't hate it. I had more problems this week than I did last week. But yeah, I, maybe I'm just over it and I don't care. Or it's, I don't know. It was a little more like I don't know. I kind of liked having a little Donna back. I kind of liked uh, her flashback story of what she's been up, you know, her, with her father, um, which was really messed up. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I. Don't like the I don't like the Manny storyline at all. I think that's stupid. Um, I really I I think Manny's actually a bad guy. I think Manny. I, if, I feel like where they're headed with this is they're trying to this whole thing is a government thing to begin with, and Manny's got something to do with it. Like he's the science behind it. Oh well, yeah. Sure, well, I think he maybe he changed his mind, but he might have been originally. Yeah. Uh... I don't know. I think Manny. Uh... He's very suspicious by the end of it. I mean, okay, yeah. so let's jump into him for starters. Well, okay, there's that, yeah. I mean, I have some issues with how that played also. But, I mean, I think, yeah, so for this whole thing with him, he, he shows up, you know, he's he's Jarrell's brother. He's like a normal 4400 until he turns out to have all these secret other um, things going on. So it turns out that he he's been snooping around the 4400 for a while, and he invited not only Claudette but probably other people who we didn't see to come to his like terrorist training camp, right? Yeah, for all um, yeah. you know, maybe Mildred was there originally. Well, yeah, right. I mean, I think there were definitely yeah, other possible. people there who were. I mean, there were. Yeah. We saw other people in the background. We just don't know them as characters, but. There are 4,400, and we only have met, like, 30 of them, right? So um, some others were around. Um, And he's been shady really from the start, right? Like, so it turns out that he was some sort of, like, researcher. He discovered something. It's not really clear to me. Do you guys think that he – I guess he was, like, a government contractor 
or a hacker or – it's not really clear what his role was, except that he made some discoveries that the government is interested in, right? Like he discovered ZMT. Um, or he knows about ZMT or whatever it is. I mean, I'm also starting to think, like, I was for a while kind of convinced that it was aliens. And now, like, as AJ says, it's turning out to be a government experiment or something, right, that he knows yeah, about. Wasn't the like... original series aliens? Mm-hmm. I mean, not that they have to. The original well, series was aliens, right? Yeah. That's what I thought. Okay. Yeah. yeah. But even... Even not – so I know that, but even if I didn't know that, it does seem like aliens might be worth going, but now it seems like government. Um, but maybe, well, you yeah, know the definitely funny thing? The, yeah? Go ahead, finish your thought. No, no, go ahead. I was just say, comparing it to the original, the original was aliens, but it was – the aliens took certain humans to bestow gifts upon them to send them back to stop mm-hmm. the annihilation of the human race. Like they were, it was, it was a good thing, you know, it was like, Hey, the yeah. aliens foresaw that the human race was going to like basically implode. And they sent people back to kind of course correct it and, and help them. Whereas this, ah, I just, I feel like this is just government bad government do everything wrong. Yeah. I kind of agree. I mean, I didn't totally hate it, but I, I didn't like the stuff with, um, Manny either. Um, I, I I don't know. It's it's. I agree that it's like they're making him like the bad government guy. And I mean, I think when they had him lose his powers, it was super obvious it was going to happen. And it was kind of his fault because he didn't tell the guy, or he may have like not shaken his hand in the first place. I mean, who knows? Maybe he doesn't shake forty four hundred hands because that happens. But. Um, I, I'm kind of at least glad, though, they got their powers back just because I thought that was kind of dumb to begin with that they did that. Um, I didn't really think about, oh, yeah, they kill them, they get them back, which makes sense. Although what doesn't make sense to me is why they got them back before he actually died. Because we don't even really know he's dead. Well, he's laying there dying. But I guess it's because he's so using his faculties, whatever. I mean, so that's a couple problems with this storyline, right? So first of all, he... He, we've seen him take away people's powers intentionally, where people come to him and say, please take away my power, and he does it. Um, right. mm-hmm. Now he ends up taking away Manny's power simply by shaking his hand, although later we see him uh, – somebody got a little feedback going on in your background noise there. Um, it's AJ on me. So we see him hug Claudette, and Claudette does not lose her powers. When he when he hugs her, right? So it's not. Oh, yeah. So I just I feel like they're inconsistent, right? Skin on, he hugs her no, skin and he maintains skin. I think it has to be. But I think it has to be skin, skin on skin. Did we see her Claudette use her powers though after he hugged her? I don't know that we. No, did. no, we haven't but seen her use her powers. Yeah, he got a weird look on his face, like he knew something happened. Like she didn't act like anything happened. Yeah. So. Whatever. Where I'm going with this is that I just feel like it's a little bit sloppy storytelling or not. Or maybe it's intentional, yeah. but I feel like it's not clear whether it has to be intentional. It clearly now can be unintentional. Can it, it does a casual touch? Because I think that the Rev would probably casually touch people a lot living a in the lot. hotel, yeah. and a ton of them would have lost their powers by now if that was the case, right? Uh-huh. Well, you would think so. 
Or or he'd be like, God, I don't have me on my purpose. Or, or he'd be like, well, well, he didn't know Manny was a 4,400. There's no way he took it away on purpose. He didn't know he was a 4,400. Um, well, I well, know. Even, but, lying, but, yeah. but, but I think that, or wouldn't it. he be like, go ahead. I was going to say, wouldn't he be like, Claudette, first, don't touch me. You might lose your powers. Yeah. Right? I guess. I mean, the first time, he, I mean, it's definitely sloppy. Um, the first time he did it was was Mildred, and he didn't, you know, he didn't even know he had the power until he did. Honestly, I'm right. a little disappointed in this storyline because I really felt like it was going to be a lot more interesting if we came to find out that he was collecting powers and that he could use them after collecting them. I think that would have been a lot more mm-hmm. interesting. This is kind of dumb. Like, actually, it's funny. At the end of the episode, I thought maybe Mildred was going to get a different power when he touched her. I thought that would have even been more interesting. Yeah, I thought that could have been possible oh, yeah. too. I I was I was thinking after Manny stabbed him, it was funny. My first thought was somebody get Andre so they can save him because I can't see them killing him. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's well, what I didn't I think mean, of that. If Andre gets there in time, he can take it. And although well, then he'll have to kill an animal, yeah. and I won't be happy. No, but Claudette, regardless, that, but here, well, like my knee, well, Claudette's like there. Three of us need to write a TV show. We can do a better one. I know. So oh, other, this is just. But here's another problem with that whole scene that so Manny wants his power back. So he stabs him. He stabs the Rev, which is now we've seen the Rev try to try to give powers back and fail. Right. So it doesn't work. So Manny's going to kill him to get his power back. But yeah, so we see that Manny's power returns while the Rev is still alive. So I'm not really sure what was going on there because the Rev doesn't yeah, have to die for yeah, how you to. Did he even right? know that killing him would give him his power back? Is the other question. Well, that's so a wonderful so, question too. I mean, clearly, I think clearly that's Manny to knows show what a, more. Or he's just a bad person. Like it's either to show that Manny well, yeah. is so writing. corrupt, or yes, it's Ooh, either to show writing. that Manny's like so that corrupt. Yes, I like that too. It's either to show that he's so corrupt and evil that he'll just kill someone on the chance of getting his powers back, or B, know something, or C, it's terrible writing. Um, but or all of the above. Yes, but he was clearly right, you guys. He's clearly still alive when the powers are returning to everyone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, my my question though is, is it possible? And, and I guess it depends because this isn't based on the other. 44. I mean, it is, they, you know what I mean? It's not based enough on the other 4,400. But what I was kind of wondering is, is it possible that his power is different than we think? Because what I was almost wondering, I was thinking about how, oh, I never remember their names. LaDonna, I think is her name. Yeah, how, um, how her father was saying, like, people, like, took them over or whatever, and they weren't really the same people, and how she can make people see things. But what I was thinking is, what if the fact, okay, if you think of becoming invisible more like a science type thing, it's like bending the light sort of, right, and a lot of things. Mm. What I was thinking, right. is it possible that maybe more so than becoming invisible, he can like shapeshift? Because what I was thinking, and I don't know, probably just as I said before, we should be, we'd be better writing the show than they are. But I was just thinking, like, is it possible maybe that he can't just go invisible, but that he can shapeshift and maybe it's not really Manny? Um, but I don't know. That was just my odd. No, I, I think it's invisible. Episode, it's but I don't think it's too much for them. <laughs> I think it's just. I funny. mean, so it did occur to me at some point during this episode where, so it's the flashback scene where Claudette is at terrorist camp, um, 
with Jorge, a.k.a. Manny, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. He, he says something like, um, my mission here is different. I can't explain why I'm here, but I have a different mission, and it's not – like, those are his words about a different mission. And I did think, mm, is this not really Manny? Is this an alien who who is masquerading as Manny or another 4400 who's – or does he have different orders from the aliens? Like, like that part – like when he said that, you guys noticed that, right? That he says, like, oh, my, I Yeah, I assumed that was just because he was lying to her, but I didn't know. But wasn't there a 4400 in the other show that was in communicating with the aliens or something? Again, not that they copied it and it matters, but... I don't remember. And here's my thing. Well... In the flashback yeah. last week, we see... We don't see Manny disappear, but we see the green light outside the window, and that's when Manny never is never seen again. But yet, mm-hmm. he kind of implies he kind of implies this week that he's not one of the forty four hundred. Which uh, you know what I don't know. It's just it's such bad writing. I, I don't I don't even know where to speculate anymore. Yeah. Like, I know where I was going with it, but as I, as I'm talking, I'm like this doesn't matter or make any sense. <laughs> like it's mm-hmm. almost like we're gonna, like, you know, we're gonna see that blew. flashback is, from his point of view. Yeah, we're gonna see that flashback from his point of view, and it's gonna be somebody standing next to him that the green light was for and he took that opportunity to disappear you know because he realized oh no it's happening you know type of thing and he disappeared until you know maybe he already had the ability to go invisible because he got his powers from whatever 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 he's been working on that the government wants him for yeah I, I, I think the same so thing much. I was thinking when I was saying all that stuff and saying maybe it wasn't him. I think the problem is the storyline right. isn't deep enough to go in those kind of directions. Yeah. It's too superficial. Um, but well, I, mean, I don't know. Of, I just, yeah. Part of the problem is that they took too long to get here. Um, yeah. The yeah. other thing is, do you like, the other thing I'm not so sure about that I, I don't know if maybe they're kind of cl- – muddying their message is that we've said over and over again that the main point of the show is that government bad, as AJ said. Um, My only problem with that, though, is if that's the point that they're trying to get across, and that's the main point they seem to be trying to get across, government's bad. People treat people that are different like shit. That's been the whole show. I'm not sure that the idea that the people that are being treated bad are going to maybe turn into terrorists, I'm not sure that that's necessarily a good message in the flip side. Um, but I don't know. I guess just wait and see where it goes. But I was just well, thinking about that because that's kind of where they're pushing it right now. I mean, uh, so there's a couple of things going on there. And I, I, I agree with you on some level, but I also, I mean, I feel like they might not be doing a good job of every message, but I, I, I feel like they are trying, like Manny's message of like, they're not going to give us our power. We have to take our power. That's sort of a, I mean, it reminds me of like some of those bad X-Men movies. That was the X-Men movie that was set in the sixties. That was actually a pretty decent one. X-Men first class kind of had that message. Like this is Magneto's message, right? This is Magneto's message. Was like, I was tortured by the Nazis. I'm telling you, we got to take our power. And Manny is certainly playing on Claudette's history uh, of, you know, coming out of the civil rights era when, you know, black people were, um, really took their life into their hands to have any kind of protest. Um, 
I mean, they're treading on that a little bit, I think. Um, I think for people like Mildred, you can understand why they would be terrified and react with violence, right? Um, yeah. Although I thought I thought the LaDonna storyline was really interesting, and it, it made me think of QAnon. You know, like this QAnon guy who, who this guy that killed his two children um, because he thought they were lizard. His wife was a lizard person. Remember that guy? It's been in the news for a couple months now. He, I was gonna he say, you mean this is like a real person? This is a real person who murdered his two little, very small children with a spear gun because he'd been following QAnon, and he came to believe that his wife was a lizard person, and the only way to save his his children were half lizard, and the only way to save them was by killing them. And now he's in jail, and he's like, oh, I'm sorry I ever got involved with QAnon. It's a real thing, yes. Um, And it's like a – it made me think, like, the way her father was like, you're not my daughter. You took her over. I'm going to see what you are. He invites this guy over to basically torture her. Um, And it made me think about QAnon and how QAnon has – okay, so maybe you don't know this exact story that I'm telling you, but you've certainly seen stories of how QAnon is destroying lives and destroying families who who believe, you know, like people believe this shit. Um, And so I found it kind of – well, on the one level – it's kind of not believable. On the other level, it's totally believable because it really is happening. Um, yeah, I found that storyline just really sad more than anything. Sad, but like one of the better storylines they've had, quite frankly. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. And actually, I think everything with Aldana has always been the bright spot on the show. Actually, like I've always been more intrigued by her storyline because I don't know. There was just I don't know if it's the actress if she's just the way she's you know portraying it so well or what it is, but her story I mean, just seems guys, to be a little uh, more so interesting. Obviously you haven't read about QAnon as much as I have, but I, like that was really good, right? I felt really sad for her. Um, and it was believable to me that her father would turn on her like that. For yeah, really I no reason, I, right? I found, Only... a little, I found it a little hard to believe that a parent would but you saying that, like, I, I, I kind of can see more, like, if they're that, like, brainwashed by that crap, you know? Like, I don't think yeah. normally for, for me it was, would necessarily. I think, I think I, like, most people that are, if you're related to somebody, you would listen to them. And, and when they gave all, on, like, you know, they gave all these memories and stuff, you'd believe them. But, yeah, if you're brainwashed by something, I could kind of see that, um, see somebody reacting. Like for that. me, yeah. I, I think I think what gave that seen more even more credence for me at least was it was that was Tuvok from Voyager. Yeah. <laughs> playing her dad. Yeah. That's right. It took me a minute to recognize him. I was like, who is that guy? I know that guy. I know that guy. And then I was like, oh it's Tuvok. That old. Yeah. Haven't we all? Haven't we all? I know this is we all do. Yeah. I mean there was a little bit of inconsistency where there's there's in the beginning of that scene the father is like you know, when LaDonna says, oh, my friends are on TV, let's sit down and watch them. And he says, that's not real. They're faking it. They're not really. It's all fake. Right up until the moment where telekinesis happens. And then he's like, holy shit, I can't believe yeah. that's real. That's, you know, I don't know. If, I mean, on the one hand, I was like, oh, is that like sloppy? And then I was like, no, it's not. That's how these people really are, these conspiracy people. Like, they don't believe the part yeah, they don't want to believe. And then they yeah. do believe the part they do want to believe. And and so 
I guess to me that was maybe kind of real, the way people choose what parts to believe. And what... Well, yeah. Um, they, they choose but he was what totally, fits their narrative. Yeah. yeah. He was totally, that's not real. When they were sitting around talking, that's not real. When violence, when, when like, power's happening, like, that's real. Um, it's very sad. I feel really sorry for LaDonna, huh? I mean. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. her, she already couldn't be with her mother because her mother, like, used her so much to, like, have a reality career. And, you know, I mean, it's funny because, like, her father doesn't believe this is real, that she's really her. And yet her mother, okay, I'm getting way too deep for the show, but her mother also yep. like, yeah. created some, used her to create something that wasn't real, right? Mm-hmm. And they have a reality career. But, yeah, it's great to have her back. Well, um, Let's look at it this way. We only have one week. One week left. It'll surely get canceled, weeks. don't you think? I thought you meant one it's week. Two more weeks? It's two. It said two. No. There's two. There's well, two. That was episode 11. I thought there was 12. I, I don't know. Oh, I gotta watch this for two more weeks. Sure the promo says two. <laughs> Unless they had it wrong. I will say it didn't say <laughs> next week on the season finale. Week. It didn't yeah, say next week on yeah, the season finale. I don't. I don't even see previews, so. Yeah. I believe it will surely be canceled. Um, it's CW. That's doesn't mean it will yeah, be. That's, that might be CW. Great. Yeah. Because I felt like there was also a lot of wasted time where we were having to deal with Shanice is planning this wedding and this whole wedding of these people and, and who I even forgot Ji Yoon even existed. Like what was she even like a main character? No. And now she's getting married and there's last all week. this. Shanice is she like, was, she, she was a main character last week. She had like four lines. Thing. She had four lines last yeah. week. So yeah. Well, and then she was like, like even before with the reverend, cause she was the one that went off with him and didn't listen to well, you know, it, it actually, I, I feel like the point of the storyline was... Of what story? Of the because, marriage? What? Yeah, because here 30 years, 30 years later, and they find each other again, and they can finally have, you know, be together, whereas Shanice has been gone 16 years, and yeah. Logan's moved and on. They can't, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I really don't understand what's so bad about a power that once in a while your hair turns green. Um, <laughs> I, because I, then she I, could be identified with 4400. I think it was more than getting yeah. hate from it. More so yeah, than it's a visible power. power. Yeah, like when she gets excited. Um, I don't know. I feel like, I, I guess I'm just, uh, the part of that storyline where I was a little bit like, why am I watching Shanice? Like, have to be a wedding pl- So Shanice is evolving as, she- for a while, the Rev was sort of in charge of the hotel, but now Shanice is evolving as the head of the hotel. Shanice is in charge of everything. I know, mm-hmm. because they- cause we can't have too many speaking characters, so we can only have a few of them do the same things, right? <laughs> so yeah. um, Shanice is now in charge of everything in the hotel. Um, and... I guess we're. I, I guess they're sort of setting up the season two. They have this donor, this like this these people that have decided to this company that's supporting them and giving them money and back them to have uh, uh, sanctuary and all that. Right? They have asylum now inside this place, and there's some talk well, about like totally is gonna, this company good totally or bad? Show up soon. So, 
Well, I think we know that the, the, giving them the money. They had already had asylum, but they took away their electricity and everything to screw them. And they were like, well, we'll yeah, pay for it. Yeah, people giving them the money. Yeah. I mean, and we know, I mean, I think we know I that the, think star, the original show is do, coming. But... I'm pretty sure the guy, so that guy is going to be. Um, yeah, that's what I'm guessing. See, be the head of the new company, right? Yeah, that's um, exactly what I was thinking. That guy come, since we know he's coming. He'll be the head of this new company. Um, Wait, what? There, sorry, what? The star of the original 4400 is going to appear. Sean, the original Sean, is going to appear in the show. In in next week's episode. Next week. Oh, I thought it was just the writer or whatever was going to be on the show. I didn't realize it was going to be. No, the creator 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 of the original show is directing next week's episode. And Sean, one of the original stars, is having a guest appearance. But anyway, just... Just going back to what I was saying, though, I was thinking about that. I don't even think legally they could do that because that's like when they have pe- – well, I don't know. Maybe if it's not winter, they can. But it's like – you know how, like, what people – like, if it's the middle of the winter, like, they're not allowed to shut the electricity off or they can get sued because, like, you kill them. Right. I don't know if they can just shut the power off a hotel like that. Like, I don't know if they legally could have done that, although I guess they didn't do it in a legal way. They, they walked no, the room. But, uh, and, yeah, but, but, Jamie, you have to remember – they didn't. They didn't shut the government. Didn't shut the power off. That was just the freak storm. Even though nothing else in the entire city went out. That's true. That's that was true. the thunderstorm that shut the power out. That, that was just the door. yeah. It shut the power off and locked the door. Well, also, I, yeah, I that believe was they the said government. at some point. I believe they said at some point that the government stopped paying the bills. So they didn't shut it off. Like at some point, yeah. the government's just not paying. They're not sending any more food. They're not. The government's just not paying the bills anymore, right? And that's where the yeah. private company has just stepped in to pay the bills. Mm-hmm. I mean, one of the one of the most suspicious parts of it is they're like, oh, they sent twenty wedding dresses for June to try on. Yeah. So like, they're not just like paying the bills and sending food. They're, you know, I mean, that's that's why would they do that? Um, that's one of the more creepy kind of things going on in this. Um, and they're making me think of um, who was the guy who, in the original 4400, the rich guy, the, um, the most famous actor who was in it. Um, and he um, plays that rich guy who becomes the leader of the 4400 uh, the cult. sort of, the cult, right? Yeah, the guy from I can't Hillis. Think of his... and what... I can't think of his uh, name I knew right it. I can't think of his name either. But he was like and a I billionaire. Said it last week he too. was, yeah, he was a forty-four hundred, um, yeah, right. And he was like a billionaire, um, and he became the leader of the of the cult, and he starts that whole like cult center or whatever. Um, mm-hmm. And although we don't know, we haven't seen all the all the forty-four hundred. Though to be fair, he could still be. Elsewhere but we never 4, will. There's 4,400 of them, right? We never well, will. Yeah. He's but, rich enough. Um, he could even not have been we didn't, Yeah, it's not like we saw. It's not like we saw all 4,400 of the original show either. You know, we had what? what maybe well, through the, the well, entire run, it was we Billy saw. Campbell. It was what, Billy, Campbell. Billy, Billy Campbell. Billy Campbell. Yeah, Billy Campbell played it, but. Yeah. Yep. And but his character was the character's called Jordan name. Collier. Jordan Collier. Collier. That was it. Yeah. And he he was an actual 4,400. Um, right, and he was like a rich guy, and he formed the yeah. cult or whatever. Anyway, I guess what I'm saying is, um, I felt like this whole business of like some secretive, 
company that you can't find anything about is paying for stuff, I feel like, oh, is this where this is going? Like this this sort of not the exact right. cult storyline, but that's this Jordan, Jordan Collier type situation. Yeah. You know, they never brought that kid back from the hospital. They've never even like dealt with that okay. again. They took him away, never brought him back. Oh, nobody shit. cared. I forgot about him. The uh Who? Yeah. The um the one that sang. I forgot about him. Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah he's still he's I guess he's still trans, in the hospital, trans, right? Trans, he's still in the transgender kid. He's yeah. probably Ipsy Med still. still. Ipsy Med. He's an Ipsy along, Med. Along with along with what you call it sister. Mildred's I'm just sister. confused that Mildred. they kind of gave up get, trying to get him back. I mean, Mildred mentioned her sister, which makes sense, but I would think at some point somebody would have mentioned him. That's a mistake. No, you know, it's funny you say that, Jamie, because until you just said something, I completely forgot about him. Well, which is a I problem. <laughs> which, yes, it's very well, problematic. Yeah. That, that's, I mean, I mean, not your they fault. All... I mean, that's their fault. They didn't make him important enough that you remembered them. Well, or that the 4400, that the people in the hotel went out of their way to rescue Mildred, but not really anybody else who was trapped there, right? Yeah. Well, they went to get him, too, just Mildred's Mildred's the only one they got away with. They went to rescue as many as they could, and they only made it with Mildred. Right, but they just kind of, like, gave up trying to rescue the rest of them. I guess they weren't important enough. Yeah. (laughs) You know? Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. I mean, well, because that was one of too many loose threads they can't follow on this show. Um, and, you know, it was at the expense of, like, I mean, now we've you know got the Manny storyline or whatever. What? We say this, and next week, he's going to pop up. <laughs> right? And it's all going to make sense somehow, right? Somehow it's all going to come together and make sense. Um, yeah, he was rescued by Manny. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's probably not going to, but I can probably like three years in a row, AJ and I were like, the hundreds terrible, the hundreds terrible, the hundreds terrible. Ooh, they nailed the season finale. And we can't wait for next year. And then we were like, it sucks, it sucks, it sucks. Ooh, they nailed the season finale. But they make it good Um, enough you want to see the next season. Is that how it goes? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. They leave you. No, you know what it was, though? By the time, by, by the time the 100 sucked, we were already invested. Um, this has sucked since the beginning, and the last two episodes yeah. just haven't completely sucked. I don't know. I don't like the first thing that. I said. No. Parent- to me, this is kind of a show when I ha- if, yeah, it's I like pretty if much we don't it. cover it again. It's kind of a show where if I have nothing to watch, I'll probably maybe at some point watch the rest of it. But it's not like no, Jamie. Care. You know what I mean? You barely have time to watch stuff you actually cover. No, I'm, <laughs> how I are you going to have the time? Say, that's the way I look at this show. <laughs> That it's kind of like if I was bored and didn't know what to watch, I'd maybe put it on. Like, it's not something that's good you. enough I care to keep, like, that I have to know what happened. But it wasn't so horrible I that you. I'm like, I would never watch it again, is what I'm saying. It wasn't horrible. It's just insane. I that understand. Interesting. Well, it's funny. The, the for very yeah. first thing I said to Karen last week was, I did not hate the episode. This week, I didn't really hate yeah. it either, but I didn't like it either. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it was. It finally is driving towards some kind of action, right? Like, like mm-hmm. yeah. I don't know, we actually see, like, I mean, it, it's funny that we saw, like, a vision of Mildred being in a militant group, but it actually looks like it's going to be, like, Claudette is, is 
like moving towards you know she joined a militant group maybe in Manny's but mm-hmm. like that's kind of maybe kind of interesting um like is going somewhere there I mean the goings on in the hotel think, maybe you're settling down also but hey by the way I think go the ahead, big thing go ahead. It, it's kind of it's just too little too late I feel too long to get anywhere somewhat interesting. I don't know, but if the only yeah. compliment is I didn't hate it, that's not good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. yeah. If all you say is I didn't hate it, that's not a good sign. Although, uh, before we leave this, we, we didn't really talk about, I mean, while what, the LaDonna storyline maybe is the most, one of the, part, one of the most interesting parts, we didn't talk about in the, in the was it in the cold open, um, that we see these anti what are they called the 40 forum the anti 4400 guys called themselves the 40 forum and there are these guys in the car who are like we're gonna go like set a bomb or whatever and then it turns out one of them is LaDonna right like like can you see that part that was the guy that was gonna torture her but her father yes later in the later in the flashback he's the veterinarian who's gonna torture her um but it looks like so it turns out, I guess, that LaDonna is assuming his identity to infiltrate the 40 Forum. Is that what I took from that? I mean, that's what I took from that. That's how I took it. Yeah. Uh, well, that's exactly I what I took from it. Pretty damn smart. Understanding. No, yeah, I definitely got that out of it. But the part to me that didn't really make sense was why, unless they were watching her go in the building, that she used his identity to get in because she didn't need his identity to get so in. They probably watching 4400. Maybe, and they might they have probably watched him. She did say, yeah, like when Andre says, "Oh, I didn't know it was you," and she says, "Oh, I didn't want anybody to see me because you don't know what it's like outside." Oh, that's um, right. She did say that. You're right. Yeah. She did say that. Now she didn't say like I purposely yeah. took the I purposely pretended to be a guy infiltrating, but yeah, um, but she which, might have not told him everything either. Yeah, but I mean, now, she could have taken anybody's identity to walk in. But yeah. here's the problem with that whole thing too, though, like she's so vague. Like, how come she does not say to Andre, listen, or, or get, you know, like the, the the main crew together and say, listen, I, I've been infiltrating this group of 40 forum people and it's, it's bad. We, we got a problem here. Like, why isn't she telling anybody? Why is she being so vague? Yeah. Going, the right you, you know, with, sucks, AJ. <laughs> yeah. the oh, that's why. <laughs> I was, Why? Looking, for a, it's I was looking for a better answer. Yeah, I, I think yeah. you're right, though. You're totally right that she should have told people, but hey, that wasn't that Yeah, wasn't like, why isn't she, like, she should be like, oh, my God, you guys, I've been hanging out with these, like, really bad dudes who are trying to kill us, right? Like, what? Like, why yeah. wouldn't you it's tell everyone that, right? Yeah, why aren't you yeah. leading with that? Yeah. You're right. Because the flashback was more important. <laughs> And the flashback was great. The flashback wasn't bad, but that wasn't. But you're right. That other part was pretty. Right, but we already. But we already knew that. You know, we just found out how she ended up. You know. (laughs) Right. Right. She could tell people stuff. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I mean. And then. I mean, and and Andre. Flashback. She was telling people. I mean, she could have had like a group around. Andre's a problem. Um, Go ahead. Uh, Andre and uh, what's her face there? Uh, Shanice. Shanice. When they meet, yeah. Or no, sorry, that wasn't Shanice. It was Ladonna. When they meet, um, when they meet Manny, 
And like they're like, listen, you know, Manny even tells him, listen, we're we're keeping this on the down low. And immediately he's like, oh my god, like screaming it as loud as he can, telling Shanice, oh my god, we met Manny. And and you know, it's like, what yeah. part of down low does he not understand? Like, yeah, that <laughs> is not how you keep a secret. Like I no, understand you're yeah. dating her and everything, and you can trust her. Everyone but... was blabbing everything. Yeah. Yeah, like. I don't know how secrets are kept in this place because everybody's constantly well, telling everybody about everything. He didn't tell everybody, but yeah, you're right. He said it pretty Yeah, well. but he did it in public loudly. No, yeah, <laughs> yeah. you're right. right. Yes, yeah, everybody tells everybody everything on this. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. in the next scene, in the next scene, everyone, like, how many people know about Manny within, like, five minutes? No wonder Manny was staying invisible. Yeah. Like, Jarrell's like, <laughs> Manny, I'm so mad at you for, like, keeping it a secret from me and, not and like, why were you hiding from me, Manny? Uh, because everybody blabs everything all the time in this shop, right? Like, uh, like yeah. I'm sorry. I'm with you, Manny, on that one. Mm-hmm. The 4400 cannot, I mean, they're all going to get killed because they can't shut up. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yep. All right. Oh, so all right. Anything else? Move on from it. No, I think I'm good. I've said all I have to say about it. Yeah, I think so too. All right. Let's talk about a better show. Resident Alien. Uh, okay, that's not what I meant. But okay, we'll talk about that. (laughs) (laughs) I know it's not you, but that's why I said it. (laughs) I just put up the second of the two um, interviews. If people want to read it, there's one with. Alan and Corey, and one with the showrunner, and then I have uh, one with the women going up yet. Um, but anyway, cool. Sorry, back to that. So that's basically everyone yeah. on the show you interviewed, pretty much. The main ones, yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. Yeah. Um, um, this show's so funny. <laughs> I, really I love like this show. So. What What did you think, Karen? You're usually the one that has the lower opinion of the show. Yeah. Of I mean, I like this show better than 4400. Um, we hope so. I, yeah. I mean, I you know that I, I sometimes find a lot of the humor to be a little bit lowbrow or juvenile. <laughs> I mean, we didn't really have any dick that jokes. That's true. Week, it so. make it not funny, but you're right. <laughs> This week was no dick jokes, so you know, uh, you know, I, there was a, a couple octopus jokes, which were kind of funny. Um, you know, it's funny. One thing I didn't love this week was the voiceover, which is funny because the voiceover has always been part of the show, right? Like we've always had like Harry's voiceover every week, and for some reason this week I was like, oh my god, Harry, enough with the whole like humans are this, humans are that. I kind of forgot that that was always a part of it. Um, I mean, pretty okay episode. Um, uh, okay, so, like, a lot of the humor came from when Harry, like, couldn't remember who he was, and he thought he was Lenny Briscoe. Ha ha, that was kind of funny. Um, and, you know, his whole, like, trying to struggle to recover from his uh, head injury or whatever. Um, and a lot of, uh, there was a lot of humor around. So the mayor and his wife are very turned Oh, my on, God. But... Right. <laughs> that was the best part. <laughs> they are hilarious. That was pretty funny. I did appreciate. I did think that was pretty funny. They're totally turned on by their by their violent um, actions. Last, you know. So it's been for yeah, us the whole season season break, but it actually was like just last night for them, or two nights ago for them, right? Yeah. And they're really turned on. 
And, yeah, I do love how they're total dorks and they're actually being like, okay, let's try all this, like, you know, um, let's try to be more adventurous with sex and let's try to, you know, be uh, that, that they're pretty hilarious. And I really love, I love it. Um, how their kid is like, oh my God, let me, I got to leave now. Yeah, I, I thought that was great when, 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 he, when the dad comes into the room and he's got the cowboy get up on and he's like, why are you wearing that? And he's like, oh, daddy's just trying to dress up. And then mom goes to leave and she's got the tail on. It's like, oh yeah. my God. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. And we saw a montage of them trying a bunch of other stuff together, which was kind yes, of hilarious. which was also, hilarious. Right? Mm-hmm. That was so funny. Um, I also loved when he comes to the office, the mayor comes to the office thinking he's like all the shit and he's got like aviators on and his new boots or whatever. And then yeah. one, um, the sheriff's name is, is it Mike the sheriff? Um, yeah, Mike. Sheriff, yeah. sheriff Mike. Like one look from him and the mayor's like totally put back in his place. That was kind of hilarious also, right? Um, yeah, that's the main I know, and I gotta say, some, something I appreciated in this episode, um, is that, um, oh, I forgot the, uh, the, the, the deputy, I forgot her name. Um, Liv. she was pretty on the, Liv, she's pretty, Liv's pretty on the ball last season, but I like the fact that Mike is now kind of on the ball too, like that, you know, when they went to Harry's place and they were reenacting everything based on the evidence, and I was like, oh, wow, it's like the you know, I was like, I appreciate that they're, the the police aren't completely inept, you know, whereas Mike, every time yeah, we had a good idea, Mike would just shoot it down. Person would make me sense. Yeah. And, and that's funny. He was exactly right, but it was in a totally, you know, like that, that, you know, type like, of ridiculous yeah, type of way. Yeah, he's right. Yeah, yeah. 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 Yeah, it's much better than his always in a bad mood putting everybody down, dick jokes that he usually has. Well, and, you know, so I read one of the interviews that Jamie has coming up uh, or already has posted, right, Jamie? And not to spoil it, but he does, the actor, Corey, uh, what's his name, does talk a little bit about um, this week, this season, Sheriff Mike will have some more, like you might learn a little more about him and he might. Yeah, you yeah. might evolve a little yeah, more. Right. You might learn a little more about him I, as a character. Yeah, they have I do have one question. Well, they all kind of have funny seasons. Did I forget or miss something? Um, who died that Mike was thinking about in this episode? Should, should we know that? Or is that we don't know. We, we don't know yet. I don't think that okay. we don't know. So some, okay. I, I just want to make sure I didn't forget something. No. We don't know. I figured because... Because the father says something about it being him, I wonder if he has a brother who died, maybe, um, mm. was what I – but we, we don't know. But I, I think I think when he ordered that second cup of coffee, right, um, yeah, he, and then he later he talks to his father, and his father says, oh, it's been six years, and I, I just – somehow I got the idea that it was a brother, but I, I have no idea. We don't okay. know anything about it as far as I Yeah, like I said, I just – I wasn't sure if that was new or something I forgot. No. I know, because sometimes you forget. Yeah, it's been a long time. Now, what about Max? We got some of him. This, I don't know. Did we get the girl this episode, too? Yes. So yeah. Max is a little boy, yeah. right? Uh-huh. And the little girl's name is, yeah. um, I forget uh-huh. her name, the little girl's name. Zahar, Who the yeah. heck is calling me at this time? 
can you give me one second because this isn't my phone. I just want to make sure that that's sure, not we'll a number they know and that there's um, something going on. So. Okay, I'll be back. I mean, AJ, Zahara was in it. Uh, there's that. No, that was last week's scene at the baseball field, right? She wasn't in it this week. That was. What are you talking no, about? It's only been one episode. No, it's only been one. I watched it last week. Yeah. Um, there's that scene where they're at the baseball field and Max is like, the baseball field is closed. And the big boys are like, whatever, it's not. And then Zahar is like, um, what do you understand about underground? And you're going to breathe in the particles and you're going to get, she goes, you'll start breathing out. You'll bleed out of your eyes. It's called Iorea. <laughs> yeah. Um, she's one of my favorite characters. She's hilarious. She steals yeah. every scene she's in, that kid. Okay, sorry, I'm back. Right. Can you hear me? Yeah, we hear you. Yep. Yes. Okay. They're calling again. Yeah, they're calling again. Let me try switching. Hold on. Yeah, hold on. Turn off your phone. Okay. Um, (laughs) that kid steals everything that she's in, and I love her. Um, uh, she was hilarious, but I mean, she's only like she was a side. I mean, the main thing I guess this week was. I mean, of course, Harry being back, and but I, it, there was that whole thing about how Max was like, "Oh, Harry, you saved me," and Harry doesn't want to like. Yeah, he loves me. You love me. Harry has come back to save people, and as much as he wants to believe he only is trying to save Asta, I guess he's trying to save humans in general. Um, and yeah. that was like the central conflict of this week, right? More of the season, maybe. Since yeah, especially. Season, I guess. Oh yeah, because at the at the end of the episode when he's talking to um, Nathan Octopi, he's. Uh, <laughs> oh yeah. Because you you know that you know Nathan Fillion does the voice, right? Yes. For the yeah, octopus. He's the octopus. Yeah. Yeah. Um. That's when he real. He's like he's. They're gonna send more people because they haven't heard from you, and and they're still gonna. You know, he's like in Astra. And he's like, well, yeah, she's a human, so yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I... Um, I loved it. I, I loved when yeah. he first woke up, and he's telling them, I'm an alien, and I'm here to destroy... And, he's, and, like, when we see him again, he's got the whiteboard, and he's, like, explaining it to them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, he's... um. I mean... I guess, you know, Harry's like, oh, he wants to save Asta, like she's his best friend. But in fact, um, there's a lot of people that, like, I don't really, see, like, there's a lot of people he's friends with, that he, like Max, well, yeah. even Darcy, like other people, right, that he really, that he really cares about and wants, I mean, he just likes, he just likes humans, right? And he is a human pretty much now. <clears throat> Well, yeah, that's the thing. The longer he's in the human form, the longer, the more human-like he gets. Yeah. He starts to have feelings and everything, so. Kind of hates it, but he he's embracing it, right? Uh, yeah. So, I mean, it was pretty, I mean, it was, I mean, they didn't really, it's an opening seat, opening seat, first, it's a premiere. Right. <laughs> Uh, so not a ton happened, and they had to revisit stuff. Like, I kind of forgot about Dr. Ethan and what happened to him um, until, like, you know, they're like, he hasn't come to work, and then Darcy, like, goes to check on him. And I'm like, oh, that's that guy that 
I forgot that, you know, they basically kidnapped him. The men in black, uh, well, not the men in black, like Linda Hamilton and her people kidnapped him. Um, and there's that scene yeah. where the he one agent, the one, used to call. yeah, bad, what, Bad Mulder and Scully? Um, yeah, I forget what he used to call him. Yeah, Bad Mulder yeah. and Scully. And then there's, and then there's the scene where that, that guy is actually hiding in the house where, you know, um, when Darcy yeah. goes in to find Ethan, um, it turns out that Bad Mulder, um, <laughs> has, that's where he's gone to hide. He's hiding mm-hmm. out in that, in that house. Um, Which seems to be a really stupid place. Linda Hamilton and Bad Scully, right? He's hiding from both of them. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Okay, I thought just double-checking. Linda Hamilton told Bad Scully to go ahead and kill him, right? But right then, Harry was taking off in his ship, and all hell broke loose, and he got away. Or there was a shootout, right? There was a big shootout, right, when Harry was going to launch, and he got away. It does seem like going to hide in patience is pretty dumb. Maybe, because uh, wouldn't they look for you there? But maybe not. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Anyway, it was good. We, we didn't have anything um, in this episode about the shoe, like, right? We didn't have anything about Liv and, and um, the shoe. Jeff, like, looking. What? So remember they found the shoe the from real. You mean the foot? Well, they <laughs> found the shoe that matches the foot. They found the shoe that matches the foot at the end of last season. They oh, found the hiking boot. That. Yes. They the found foot. the boot that goes with the foot on the shore of the lake behind Harry's house. Okay. Yeah. That, so the whole, yeah. like, investigation of, of the dead body, we didn't, you know, that'll come, I guess, maybe in the coming weeks. Yeah. Yeah. Look at that. It, it was pretty good. I, I mean, it, you know, uh, this is a show where one of the best scenes had a talking octopus. So that's what we're dealing with. Um, it's not trying to be super serious, which I think we all, especially you guys, appreciate even more than I do. Yeah, I appreciate it. Yeah, it's okay. I think it's okay once a lot of a silly show, as long as it makes sense. But, I mean, it. it I don't want to say, I mean, it's not really, it doesn't really have drama, but, I mean, it's got a good story, I think, to it, too. But um, I think, yeah. I don't know, I think this show is really, really funny. I found it pretty funny this week. Again, no dick jokes, no fart jokes. It was a higher yeah, level I of humor. I was trying to remember, was... I think, I think, I'm saying I think, I'm pretty sure that Alan had said at TCA when I had asked about uh, working with the kid who plays Max, I think this is the episode he was talking about and he was saying that they had improv stuff. But I think he meant that they improv the spanking in this one. I think. The I'm spanking was very funny. Back up. The, yeah. The spanking to me was hilarious. Well, that was, it was funny. That was really funny. Especially when he said that this is inappropriate. <laughs> I know. And, like, really, Harry's, Harry's barely spanking him. Like, he's over Harry's knee yeah. and Harry's spanking him. But he's barely striking him, right? And look, yeah. I don't have a kid, and, and I don't know how hard you spank your kid nowadays. I, I mean, I was spanked because I was a kid in like the 60s and 70s. I got spanked a little bit, you know, once in a while when I was very bad. Um, mostly, I got threatened with spanking, right? Like, I think most most people back in the day threatened you with spanking. But I love that Harry's like barely like touching him, and the kid is just like, "This is so inappropriate. It's not." <laughs> 
you know, like he probably hilarious. doesn't even really understand what spanking is. It's just <laughs> I can surely never does spank. That. People don't spank nowadays, but yeah. No, I that mean, I mean, Harry doesn't. Not the kid does it. I just mean. Oh yeah, Harry, yeah. Harry, Harry doesn't either. Well, Harry knows what he knows only from TV, and real Harry's else. memories, and mostly from watching TV. Yeah. And most of them won order. <laughs> yeah. 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 It was pretty it was a pretty decent season premiere, I thought. I mean I yep. definitely it got me off on a good foot to wanna see more of what happens. Mm-hmm. Well, I think the the upcoming ones are really funny too. So I think Oh, you've seen you've seen some more I ahead. Yeah. Cool. The season needs to be very funny. And and I think um the other characters get uh there's good stuff with, like, all the characters, not just with, uh, you know, Harry. I think that it's – I like everybody this season. Good. Cool. All right. Maybe we should get on from it. Sounds Let's good. Let's talk about Snowpiercer, you guys. Sounds good. Okay. I was trying to figure out which episode it is so I can keep it straight, but – Three point two. Kind of respond to what you guys say. I know, but when you watch them all in like one night or two nights or whatever, it's really hard to try to you. figure out what's what. But I had to. I know you watched. I mean, this show I usually would wait, but I because this isn't my favorite show. You know that. Although I enjoyed it, I am enjoying it. But I still, I don't know what it is about the show though. I just find this show, no matter what, I find it very depressing. Like, not so much that they're, like, sad all the time. I don't know. I just find this show, like, dark and depressing. Like, when I'm done watching it, I feel, like, horrible. <laughs> this is not a happy show. I don't know. So that's kind of funny. I mean, it's not funny. It's kind of odd, Jamie, because I know that you and I and all of us have watched a lot of shows about the end of the world. So I know you don't find it depressing because the world has ended because how many shows do you watch right. where the world ends, right? Tons. Yeah, no, um, I don't know what it is. I didn't get quite much. Hey, AJ, AJ, you got to mute that. Yeah. You got to mute that powerful mic you got, AJ. <laughs> yeah. I opened um, the door. My God. Kiki came out. Maybe you have. Maybe you have super hearing. I think you've got the most powerful microphone on the planet. I think AJ has a microphone. AJ could be recording albums in his house with that microphone. It's amazing. Yeah, probably. Probably. Um, um, but anyway, I didn't find it quite as much this season as last season. I didn't quite feel it. But I don't know if it's just the tone or just the setting, maybe because it's more like a claustrophobic. I don't know. I just always feel like the show is such a downer. I don't know. No, but it, it's been pretty good. I just I don't know that I can separate. I'll, I'm, I'm better off, I think, if I just kind of respond to what you guys say than I try to. So right. that way I don't mix up talking about. All right, so now he just muted himself because I requested no, I'm here. it. I thought I thought it was a really That's now you sound great. I thought it was a really good episode. Again, I, I really enjoyed this episode. Um this there was a ton one. of really interesting stuff going on. Uh I, I mean LJ and Oz was a really kind of fascinating oh, part of the story. Um what is I still Hobby. don't understand the two of them and uh, yeah. <laughs> psycho I and think psycho I, they're psycho and psycho for sure, but I think I had a little bit. I feel like they're trying to get you to forget that they were as psycho as they were, because they make them to be much more good people this season, and like that's why I guess I find it so weird. Cause it's like no, like I can't 
she's not redeemable. She's still this like crazy psychopath murderer. And that's what I think every time. And I think, how does he like her? And also, I always before, you know, I don't know. Yeah, they're weird. So I <laughs> thought that this episode made it a little bit more clear that everything LJ does is about status and about, like, yeah. she was first-class mm-hmm. status on the train at the beginning. And I felt like this made it a little more clear that, does she love Oz? Maybe. Is she, I mean, she is she using him to legitimize herself and redeem her own image? Probably. Does she see this marriage as a way to ingratiate herself to Wilford? Totally, right? Like, first of all, mm-hmm. when he asked her to marry him, the first thing she says is, oh, my God, that rock is enormous. Like, she's, she, the first thing she says is, like, about the diamond, not about, like, oh, my God, I love you. Of course, I'll marry you, right? Um, I mean, granted, probably there are many women in the world, but the first thing you say is, oh, my God, the ring is so beautiful. And then you say, I love you, yes, right? Um, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I, I'm not, I'm, I, I've been engaged in a long time. Um, but it did seem that she saw every step of this whole thing as a way to increase her status with Wilford. I do think Oz really loves her. Like, I think for Oz, yeah. it's really real, right? For LJ, for LJ, does she love I mean, I guess I think LJ loves him. Do you think LJ loves him? But I think there's more to it. I think LJ is really about restoring her status in first class. And in this train, there isn't really a first class, but there's being Wilford, like, like, she's trying to be Wilfred's surrogate dog. She's trying to replace Alex, I think. Don't you? Yeah. Like, Alex was Wilfred's surrogate daughter, and LJ is totally falling into that role. Or trying to assume that role, I think. So I felt a little sorry mm-hmm. for Oz, which, look, I shouldn't be sorry for Oz because he's reprehensible also, right? Yeah, yeah but not as Listen, guy. Oz got some crushed balls. Oh my god, that scene was so weird, huh? That wasn't this. That was so it, bizarre and it, weird and That was a classic Wilford scene though. Just showing his power, I guess, was the point of it. I guess. It's, yeah, it's right up there I with guess. you know, right up there with the hot tub. It's right up there with the back scene. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like I guess. Bizarre. I don't know. AJ, when your daughter gets married, do you see yourself like sitting down with No, I do not see myself like, doing that. Nope. <laughs> nope. That's a Wilford thing. Nope. Yep. Yeah, that was right. Wilford is, I mean, we saw a lot more of Wilford. I think, so we saw how everybody on the train is really suffering. It's cold. There's not enough food or whatever. And we talked last week about how Wilford, like, feeds his dog steak while everybody's freezing. I kind of feel like Wilford, like, Making everyone else suffer is a way to their loyalty more, right? Or as Jamie, you're saying his power, right? Like we're seeing. Well, yeah, because he wants him to stay scared of them, scared of him. I think um, because otherwise he doesn't have that power. Like if he gives them everything, they would not. Right. I mean, you can you can roll through benevolence or you can roll through fear, and Wilfred definitely rolls through fear. And yet he uses benevolence as a kind of fear, right? Like he's like, oh, well, just getting married. Let's have an extra ration today. 
or he like yeah. like giving you a shower is like his way of being like I yeah he yeah he told the what, little thing yeah like I think what you just said is if he gives you everything of course you'll be loyal to him something like that right like everything comes from him yeah it's, it's, it's I don't know I mean I kind of feel like if, if they're happy and have everything then people don't feel scared of him and they might not do what he says like he wants people right. it's not just about them listening he wants people to fear him if he gives them everything yeah. and is good to them they won't fear him so that doesn't happen that's yeah. not who Wilford is does this one have the one with the shower thing you mentioned a shower so you made me wonder was that so, no so last week was the bath where Pike gives a woman a a ticket to take a warm oh, bath because she's been helping them. This week, in this week about the shower was when Wilfred says, oh, um, let's make a wedding cake. And Zara says, oh, you put the baker in compost. And then Wilfred says, like, well, get him out. Get him a shower. Get him everything you need to make a cake. We're, we're getting married, he says. Yeah. Like, he, as much as, as much as LJ sees her wedding, I think as a as a way to assert her, or increase her power, like so does Wilford, right? Wilford's about, totally using their wedding yeah, as, as, as as a part of his power. You know what I think's funny though? I find it funny that he doesn't hold certain people. I don't want to say in higher regard, but use them more. Like I would think Wilford, the way he is, like he would have like somebody who cooks for him like, out all the time because that's important to him rather than somebody who would have shoved in cold storage or in compost or whatever. But I don't know. Maybe he did something to piss him off. I guess we don't know. He's I'm just crazy, thinking of, like, right? versus – yeah, I'm just thinking of, like, versus Walking Dead, like, in the um, – in the not the Republic. What's the place called? I want to call it the Republic. The Sanctuary? In, um, no, with the Stormtroopers. The, the Commonwealth. The yeah, the Commonwealth. Commonwealth. I'm just thinking of, like, how, you know, those people, they have do things, too. Like, everybody has a purpose. For Wilfred, like, I, I'm just surprised that he doesn't have, like, people pampering him was, was my point to that. But I guess he doesn't have enough. He probably did something to piss him off. <laughs> it's, not, yeah. it's not relevant. I just, just was thinking about it. So, um, you know, yeah. this it's episode, funny. They connect, Jamie, right? Jamie said, Jamie said stormtroopers, and I'm thinking... Star Wars? I'm like, what is comparison <laughs> she's making? It's because they yeah. look like stormtroopers. Their costumes are very stormtrooperish. They um, are very stormtrooperish. Yeah, get my point across. Talking about. Um. So, um, but at the end, they they connect their train or whatever, or not connect, like connect the train, but they catch up to their train. Well, they meet up. At the end but we had a whole yeah. yeah. But we had that a whole bunch awesome. of that. That whole scene was great. It was pretty great. No, no, I was just questioning that it that it this what that was in this one. That's I guess what the other big yeah. thing about this episode is them finding Asha. I mean, I think that's the the big. Thing. Well, they found Asha last week, but they talked to Asha this week, right? Oh, this they is did. When Asha right. gives this is when Asha yeah. gives her her name and her backstory, which was kind of interesting, right? That she she was a science, conveniently a foreign scientist working in North Korea, which first of all, you know, it's a futuristic show. Um, and the idea that they hold up underground next to a nuclear reactor because it would remain warm, right? And and as it deteriorated and the warmth, like, it would stay warm for years and years. But 
everybody yeah. and Radiate died eventually, <laughs> right? Everybody died. Yeah. Um, and she might have really, she would probably have radiation poisoning, right? Like she mentions that her nephew died of radiation poisoning. She probably mm-hmm. has radiation poisoning, right? Although maybe she has radiation poisoning a la Fear the Walking Dead where it doesn't really affect you in any way, right? <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I'm not really sure where that character is going except that she's very valuable to Andre, right? Like Andre found a survivor. Like that's huge, right? I would assume that Wilford would want to kill a survivor. The idea that anybody could live off the train would be very dangerous to Wilford, right? Mm-hmm. I guess, right? Like the idea that there's any, um, I mean, I guess yeah, like you're right. I'm, that, I'm just thinking, I'm just not sure how much was said in this episode. He tells her what he saw, right, in this one. Yeah, so Wilford talks to, not to, did he talk to Osher or did he talk to um, the blonde one? Belle, what's her name? Belle, but, uh, Till. He talks to, I think he talks to no. Till or maybe to Asha. Um, he's looking through, he's looking through a book. Yeah, I was thinking and he, he told her, but maybe he told, yeah, he t- t- I he, guess he didn't tell her. But, um, but yeah, but I, I think just the, that uh, the fact that he has her, he can use her. But yes, he tells Till about his vision. I don't know what to make about that. Um, I don't think that had that was not from the original in any way, was it? Although no. I keep telling no. like the original was just the movie, but the original was a, was a graphic novel too. Was was the was the comics like longer than the movie, or was it just like the span of what happened in the movie? Do you know? I don't know, AJ. I have not read the comic. I think the comic was French and only went for maybe two years. And then the yeah yeah I, I didn't was, I thought it was just was the end of the movie but I yeah I didn't sure. hear it either. I just was curious if that was something that maybe came from I don't know I it just think, seems like a weird thing to stick in there but then again we don't know whether it's true or it's just something he's seen when he almost died we don't know so I think that we are far beyond the original source material probably I mean, I we're way beyond the movie and yeah. I think the yeah. comic was a relatively short comic series. One or two, whatever. Um, I mean, I don't know. What was I going to say about this? Um, so, I mean, Asha, she, I don't know. What do you think, AJ, about her appearance on this train? I mean, I, I think obviously Andre's going to try to use her, right? Which would be kind of shitty, but. I don't think he's going to try and use her, but it's going to be, look, she survived. You know what? You know, I think I think that's the whole point he's getting at here with her that we can survive eventually to try and get people on his yeah. side. Yeah, and they're hoping. I mean, that was part of what Melanie's original research was too that they could not that necessarily that's how she survived, but just that they could survive elsewhere eventually. Yeah, yeah I, so I'm you guys, quiet, cause I'm just being careful what I say because I don't want to yeah. accidentally say something I shouldn't. So AJ, you but would yeah, not be surprised. AJ, you also Jamie would not be surprised to hear that I'm not really down with visions, with him having vision, like Andre having visions <laughs> oh, yeah, of this dragon tree, right? Oh yeah, when that happened, I'm like, Sarah's gonna love this. Whenever something has um, vision, you're the first person I think of. She's gonna hate this. <laughs> I know. I did not like it. I actually did really appreciate that that Till says to Andre. <laughs> no. So 
Andre, look, you were like almost suffocating to death. And, or maybe Josie says it. Um, you were suffoc you maybe were about to die and it brought up a vision of something you read when you were taught. Like maybe you saw a picture of this when you were a kid and yeah. you just saw it, right? Like maybe you didn't Yeah. Which I appreciate because I don't really like the idea that I mean, I do really like the part where they're like, oh, we have some data that there could be warming. Let's go to Arabia. I don't like the idea that, right. like, oh, I had a vision of a desert, so let's go to Arabia, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, hopefully the vision and the data will match up. <laughs> we can hope. I know, I know. Um, all right, can we talk about the best part of the show, AJ? What was the best part of this episode? Ruth was the best part of this episode, right? Oh, yes. <laughs> yes, Ruth is Ruth. definitely the best part of the show. <laughs> when you think about Ruth in season one and think about Ruth now, oh, my God. I, first of all, I, I mean, I love Alison Wright, and I know you do also, AJ. Alison Wright is incredible, and is so good in this. Um, yes, awesome. But I love where her story has gone in this episode. The idea that Ruth almost had her arm frozen off, oh my God, that was amazing. Because Ruth froze off people's arms in season one, right? Like Ruth was, mm-hmm. oh my God, to see where Ruth has come. Her, She's definitely the character with the most growth, for sure, right? Yeah, she sacrificed herself pretty much to help them um, do what they needed to do. Yeah, I mean... I guess it, it makes sense in a lot of ways because Ruth was always like her loyalty to Wilford has become loyalty to the train, blah, 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 whatever. But the idea that she was going to accept her arm being removed was, I mean, amazing in, in the way her story has changed um, and where she's gone. And um, so I don't know what you guys think about this, but you know that tons of people on Twitter were like, should we start shipping Pike and Ruth? Is that a thing now? <laughs> like, no. did we see a little spark between them? I didn't. I'm just saying people on Twitter were like, is there a spark between them? I think it's more like camaraderie and respect between them. But some people ship it now. AJ's like, nah. What do you think, AJ? No, absolutely not. <laughs> um, But with some seas of ship, yeah, yeah I could see that as, like, they're partners now. Why does everybody have to be shipped? Thank you. Thank you. They don't. They don't. Let's not ship yeah, everyone. This isn't exactly a show that needs ship, shipping in, in any way. Yeah. The show is about the... Um, God, I loved Ruth last week, and I love Ruth this week. I love Ruth being, like, underneath the train in the undercarriage and being freezing and with a rat and all that, and... She's become Ruth is like the leader. Like Ruth, if Andre would die, Ruth would be the new person, right? Yeah, Ruth has like what Andre's role was in the first season, kinda. If you think about it that yeah. way. And in some ways, I think Ruth is a little better at it than Andre was. Yeah, I'd agree with that. I think Ruth is smarter. I think Andre a lot of times does things that he doesn't always make the best decisions. I feel like she more has everybody, like she more thinks about everybody, if that makes sense. And and I don't well, really know. I, that's how I feel. I really have no clue. But, yeah. 
No, I hear you. I think Ruth's loyalty is to the train in a way that she's always, like, she's always been loyal to the train, but she misconstrued that as Wilford. And I think Ruth also is, um, she has more knowledge. I think like Ruth, Ruth sees, more the, sees more of the shades of gray. Like, I think, like, he, everything's, like, black and white. It's, like, either you're with Wilford or you're with him. You know what I mean? Well, I feel like yeah. I don't know. And and that's just an no. opinion. That's not that I'm seeing that happened or anything. I just, I think, like, in that sense, she would be a better leader. Like, I think, like, she's more thoughtful. I don't know. For whatever reason, I think that. But I think Well, she, she didn't better, live in the tale and wasn't abused in that way. So that's also true. Um, that's also true. She has that perspective. But also, I think, I think Ruth Lake, um, I love that Ruth Lake, I love they're using Ruth's knowledge of the train. Like, Ruth being in hospitality all those years, she knows the train. She knows her way around the train. She knows every part of the train, almost as well as the engineer. And speaking of engineers, can we talk about Javi, please? Oh, my God, Javi. Poor Javi. <laughs> Javi got fitted. Did I hear AJ say something? Javi, Javi's a poor – Javi's a mess. That poor fucking guy. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. I mean, Javi's obviously, like, severely traumatized, right? Yes. Like, Javi doesn't even say, I have to get back to the engine. He says, i got to get back to the dog. He says that multiple times, right? I've got to get yeah, back to the so dog. Yeah, he's so terrified of that dog still. Well, he was, I mean, he was, like, yeah. mauled by that dog. He still, did you see where he packed up his IVs in order? He packed up his IVs in order to walk to the back of the train. He still... I don't know. If, again, we talked about this last week. Is it medication? Is it is it antibiotics? Is it is it sedative? Like what is it that he's on? Right. I don't know. I wasn't here to talk about. I didn't it's even think about that. Yeah, it's been six months. Yeah, six months time jump. Maybe it's it like months. yeah. Maybe it's more like a sedative to keep him calm. Who knows? Well, given that the Headwoods already cured Josie and tur- put on a robot hand and turned her into Icy Bob in six months. Like, they couldn't fix Javi from being mauled by a dog in six months? I wonder if that's some sort of a well, medication they've addicted. Well, have they addicted I mean, him to a medication? Maybe. Is he, but either right? way, I think physically he's probably doing a lot better than he is mentally. I mean, it's obviously he's yeah. had, he's like a PTSD from this. I'm just saying I don't think his physical injury is any worse than being frozen like Josie was. No. No, um, definitely not. I think he's definitely PTSD. You're right. Poor Javi. And, like, Javi barely, I mean, his he's trauma like, was cool. Said, I have week, to get back to the dog. Worse. Yeah, right? Like, that's terrible. He doesn't even say I got it back to the train or back to the engine. He says I got it back to the dog. I, I, I mean, the dog can reason that he left, but he's so scared of well, it. Well, I mean, obviously... Obviously, Wilford keeps the dog in the engine in order to terrorize Javi, right? Right. Like. Yeah. Um. I mean, that's poor Javi. And then he won't even speak to. I mean, he's obviously the way he won't even speak to. You know, Ruth says, "Oh, he'll speak to me," but he won't. He's he's terrified. He, and I, I, which is not a criticism. Like, I think we all agree that we totally understand why Javi would be in that condition. Mm-hmm. That's really terrible. It, it's actually, I think, to me, that is far harder to watch than 
than Audrey's, the way Audrey is attached to Wilford. The way Audrey and Kevin I don't are like attached Audrey to Wilford. This season. I, I don't like I don't, either. This, I mean, I didn't like what they were doing last season, but this season, like, it's, she's just, like, she's, he's not even around, or, I don't argue, wait, is it, she's, where's she at? Yeah, she's in the other, on the other train, right? Yes. She's on Snowpiercer. Okay, that's what I thought. So she isn't even with Wilfred, but yet she's still drunk on the Kool-Aid. So, yeah, I don't buy – I mean, yeah. and granted, that's just the way they've written the character. I, I just don't like the way they've written the character. I don't find it very realistic, I guess. I mean, maybe I'm wrong. I don't know that kind of trauma, so I don't know. I mean, she did kind of warn – we talked about this before, how she did warn late, and, you know, I don't know what will happen. But I, I just – especially because he's not even there – I don't find it very believable the way they have her act. Well, we talked about this last week that she's six months free of him and that she's still, yeah. Whereas somebody like Javi, who is like every single bit of every day is being, I mean, basically I feel like Javi's being tortured every day, right? Like Javi has been mauled by that dog and he's got that dog next to him. And at any moment, Wilford could make the dog attack him. Javi lives in constant fear of his life. Javi's being tortured nonstop all day, every day, for sure, right? In a way, yeah. I mean, psychological torture, right? Yeah, I said, yeah, I said you're right in that sense, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, and so I agree with you where Audrey's been away from him for six months, but there's that cult of personality that she, yeah, I don't like her, um, but to me, to me, watching scenes with Javi was kind of uncomfortable to see the like that level of torture and pain that he's under. Like, I, I don't think that Javi could ever really recover. I'm not surprised that he wouldn't talk to Ruth. I don't. How could he ever recover, right? Yeah, I, I don't know. know. Yeah, this show. That's the other thing that makes this show dark. Is this show has a lot of torture and a lot of very bad treatment of people in general. <laughs> Well, and the torture on the show is, is okay, so we do see people getting their arms chopped off out the window, which is terrible. Um, and we, and actually this week, Wilford told, I think, a big fat lie, like Wilford says to Ruth, you know, when I made those armholes, I never expected to use them. But you did. So that's a big lie. Of course he expected to use them, right? Like, why did oh, you yeah. build them? Um, well, I guess we never know. But, yeah, probably, I guess. It's, it's hard to tell. Everybody would have been and, so and how's that for? That's quite the turnaround too. The first time we see Ruth, she's sticking somebody's arm in the hole, and then this episode, she's about to get her own arm stuck in, and then Snowpiercer saved her. Yep, Snowpiercer mm-hmm. saved her. That was amazing, right? When they, I didn't even like. So AJ, you brought that up before. We cut you off a little bit, but that was an amazing scene where the train pulls up alongside. Now. Yeah. Now, Snowpiercer so is, cool. is only like 10 cars long, and Big Alice is 1,000 cars long, but they pull up alongside the engine. Yeah. And their intention is not to save Ruth, but that's what happens, that they save Ruth in that well, yeah. moment. <laughs> they have no way um, to know that. <laughs> it just happens. Um, um, I love the whole – how do you guys like the whole bit with the EMP? I love that. I thought that was great. I mean – Yeah, that was, was pretty cool. Of, and he was kind of screwed bit, himself over, too, with what he did, yeah. Yep. It was a little bit dumb that he had an EMP on the train. Like, 
like, I don't know, it, like really, like eight years ago, you made this plan to have an EMP? That seemed to me a yeah, little bit. Yeah, it confuses bit... me that it doesn't shut the whole train off, though, like completely off. Is it just because of well, the way the train works? It's not like electric, like electric, electric, I guess. They they did say yeah. earlier, Wilford explained that all the decommissioned for, you know how Ruth is hiding in first class where it's freezing cold because it's decommissioned? They said mm-hmm. that having all those decommissioned first class cars, like they would be, because the train's a thousand cars long, they'd be far enough away from, if they put the EMP all the way at the back of first class, they'd be far enough away that it wouldn't affect them very much. Right. What happened was right. when, when they would affect the engine. Yeah, Got it. the engine, right? Yeah. What happened was when they kicked it out and threw it, they threw it out, I think, early and on some kind of curve where it managed to affect them. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we have to, we have a little disbelief here going on, right? We have to be a little, accept what's going yeah. on. But that was kind of, I mean, mm-hmm. it was awesome because, like, like, one thing that makes you want to punch Wilford in the face, I want to punch him in the face every time I see him. Partly oh, because I want to punch his, Wilford in the face lots of times. But. Well, yeah, partly because of his overwhelming self-confidence and hubris makes you want to punch him, right? And so it's that much yeah, more excellent. I feel bad that I want him to die because it's like poor Sean Bean. <laughs> and it's like this time he survives oh. and probably everybody's like, I wanted to die. I know. But that uh. makes it so great when, when his EMP goes off and he loses, right? Um, mm-hmm. in this. Um, and it was great because we can't have these two trains be apart for too long. Like, I'm excited to see them right. come back together. Like, the Wilford versus Layton thing is the is the main thing, right? Yeah, I, I like that they're kind of wrapping it up quickly. Kind of. Kind of. Um, I do, so for the record, I do still right? think I do still think that um, Melanie might be alive. How, Karen, stop it. Okay, two reasons. You sound like Artie now. Because yeah. you, you, you don't kill Jennifer Connelly off screen. Yes, I know. I agree with that. I said that. But you said it. Artie said it. We agree with that. I know. We've all said it. But I don't, I don't, I don't, I, I, I know that. But I, I hope they did because otherwise it's just, it's, it's going to turn into the um, falling skies where you run into somebody that, that you could never run into I again. I know, but you mean but like here's, a Walking Dead? <laughs> Sorry, but here's here's one thing about that. It is established that this train goes on a track that's a circle, and once a year they make the circle. They're not on a random path. They're on a predictable path that every they go on the same track every. It takes what, like two hundred and some odd days to go around the world, right? They've gone around the world like however many times. You, if you were Melanie, you would know where they would be and when they would be there to meet them. Just saying, right? I'm not saying she could survive. I would say one way or another. All I would say is I did not interview her, and I have no idea whether she did interviews her. That's all I will say. Well, I, I would say that you're not going to get you're not going to get a Jennifer Connelly for these kind of interviews. No, I, I would say, not. right? Um, probably not. The other the other thing is AJ that she continues to appear in the promo material. She's still on the poster. She's still in the in all the promo stuff. Um, but maybe they just didn't I want agree. to spend all that money to change it. Look, I agree with you. She's alive. <laughs> yeah, but they made stupid. them specific to season three. 
I agree with you. Her being alive does not make sense. And if they have Asha, they don't need Melanie, right? Um, The only reason they they don't need Melanie if they have a different survivor. I'm just saying. I mean, if Melanie, listen, if Melanie survived, it's got to be a really great explanation. It can't just be because, like, she didn't have a lot of, you know, she didn't have a lot in the way of being able to walk out into the cold and survive you know unless she really didn't go out the front door and found another tunnel somewhere you know it's just like there was no reason for her to leave there she could have stayed there and tried to survive long enough for them to find her and i know she used the the thermal i mean she found that 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 thermal shelter where it was warm you know there was no reason to leave there and the fact that she did leave there tells me that just, I, they they couldn't pay Jennifer Connelly any longer. They said, "Listen, right. it's sh- you got right. We got Sean Bean or Jennifer Connelly. Who are we paying?" All right, that makes sense. That makes sense because you're right. Why wouldn't she go down there in the little cave with the rats and the lichens and stay down there? And, and, and at least, and at least, exactly, at least try and survive. I understand she used the blanket for the, the hard drives, which made sense, but try and survive. You know, yeah. you know they're coming yeah. for you. Yeah, and to walk out there and to kill yourself makes no sense. And and yet, they didn't see her. She didn't get very like. How far would you really get when they see you dead? It's a hundred and something exactly. degrees below zero. I don't know. They didn't find your dead body there. The fact of the matter is, though, is that whether or not she's even in it doesn't tell what doesn't necessarily mean she's alive or not alive. You know what I mean? Because like they could yeah. have flashbacks, right? Whatever. You yeah. don't know what they're gonna do. Yeah. So. Yeah, and they have Asha now. Like like. You don't need Melanie, like story-wise, you've got a survivor. You don't need to be mm-hmm. like, oh, we have, yeah. So she would be out there. They don't necessarily really need her, yeah. And so much great stuff. Like, we don't really right. need her because, like, we have so many, like, we have great, great characters right now. This show, I think, is as good as it's ever been. This is my favorite, I mean, for a couple of episodes, I don't know, but. I'm not sure I was the. I'm not sure I always was sold on the show in season one, and right now I think it's great. Yeah, I can't remember yeah, I'm, I'm loving it right now. Well, I mean, I and I'll tell you what, last right week's now. episode was so such a great return episode last week, and then this week was the continuation off of that. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's really great. I'm really mm-hmm. liking it. All right. Anyway, and um, I just wanted All to right. say so people can see it, um, the interviews with uh, Ido, who plays Bennett, and with um, Rowan, who plays Alex, and um, Mickey, who plays Till. Um, those are the, the three people I talked to, and those are up now. So Cool. Right? Yeah, right, I cool. put Ido's up. Right. Isn't that what I put up today? I'm yeah. like losing my mind. I'm like, wait, what yeah, did I post yeah. today? <laughs> you have so much going on. It was yeah. that in the resident allergy. Dude, I still have, what, four four reachers to put up, two, two um, raised by wolves. I, I, got, I got a lot. <laughs> yes, it's up. I was just yep. double-checking after I said that, yeah. All right. Um, so, cool. uh, okay, sorry, I don't want to cut off about this. There's no, no, other things ahead. I want to mention that aren't Snowpiercer. If we're done, I don't know. Are you guys done? Shoot, do it. Um, I was just going to say, um, there's a good show that's fairly new on Netflix, at least I like. I think you guys would like. 
um, Archive 81, I think it's called. That's actually pretty good. Yeah, it's a series. Yeah, yeah. It's, um, I, I watched the preview, the trailer. I didn't really it's, feel it. It's more... It looks more. It looks more horror. I will say it's more sci-fi than I expected. I liked it. I think you guys would probably like it. It's it's interesting. It, it's definitely sci-fi. It's not just horror. I think you like it. I like that. Um, and that's newer. I also um, and it's got good actors. I mean, not that they're necessarily known. I just mean they're they're good at it. Um, and then um, I, oh, the other thing I was going to say. What I what I appreciate about that too, though, is as much as part of it sort of. I don't want to say it's sound footage because it's not exactly, but it's based on, like, the videotapes that they find. But, like, they didn't do it in a way like they usually do them where it's all, like, first person and you get all dizzy and I hate that. It isn't like that. So that was nice. I could actually watch it and not get dizzy. Um, so there's right. that. Um, the other show I was going to say I watched, and this is not new, but I, I'm curious if either of you have heard of because I actually really like the first two seasons, I'll say. I watched this show. It's called Glitch. It's on Netflix. It's a series. Um, about, yeah. I mean, it's been done before. It's about people coming back from the dead. I liked it. The third season, it went a little a little off the rails. But I liked this show. I thought it was pretty cool. So that was the other thing I've I've watched. Hmm. So. Nope. All right. Watch any of those. So anyway, but I do at least, Archive 81 at least, I think you guys would like if you watched. Um, and Reacher is good, right. but Reacher isn't out yet. I really, I mean, Reacher's not sci-fi, but I thought Reacher was pretty good. I liked Reacher. Interesting. That's not necessarily your kind of show. No, but it's a good action. It's funny. The acting's good. I, I but it's also, um, I mean, it's not I think a she funny just likes show. Alex There's and... moments that are funny. It's a serious show. Yeah. It's a, it's a murder, murder show, but it's good. I liked it, and it's not, um, it's definitely not like, um. It's serialized. I mean, it's not like Mystery of the Week. It's, it's, you know. Oh, well, story. I mean, they're they're based it's based on a book and one book well, and there no, are twenty five books in the series. The book. So, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. And I've seen Raised. I've seen a lot because I watch a lot. I've seen Raised by Wolves, which is uh, oh, I God. Raised by Wolves. That's, that's a little show. Nope. That got a second season. Yep, got Raised a second by season. Wolves good that's what I'll say. Like when I watch Raised by Wolves, like I sometimes get into it because I find the characters sometimes compelling and I enjoy it for that reason. The overall storyline, because I watched the end of the first season before I saw the, the beginning of the second. I had to finish it. The overall storyline of that show is a little bizarre, but um, the second season is, is a lot different um, because they're on like a sort of like a colony and um, I don't know. I'm enjoying it, but it's not like I know. I don't know that I would have watched it if I didn't need to. Um, but I, I enjoyed it more than I expected to. There's that. Yep. There, I thought there's no way I'm watching that. That show was so boring. No, I yeah, didn't no, that, that was yeah, bad. I saying it meaning for you to watch it. Um, I didn't even know it got a second season. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, I think Apple TV has a different like um, requirement for like they don't no, that, have um, advertisers. Oh, it's HBO, it's HBO Max, Max, right. Again, they don't have advertisers to satisfy. Yeah. I also watched the beginning of Outlander Season 6, which was definitely different. I haven't seen that before. That was pretty good. It's not necessarily my – I don't really consider that show sci-fi. Like, it's more historical fiction than sci-fi, but, but it, was, yeah. it was pretty good. But I've only seen, you know, a few episodes, so 
I did not have time to go back and watch five seasons. <laughs> you know, that wasn't going to happen, unfortunately. But um, the interview right. for that will be yeah. soon, too. So. All right. Um, the other thing that's coming back I'm excited to see is Killing Eve. That comes back the end of the month. I have not seen any of that this season. I'm just saying I want to see it. Um, that's a good yeah. show. You guys watch it, don't you? Or do you not watch it? I, I, thought thought you I, I, I never watched it. I thought that, I thought that ended. No, but I thought no, the second. It. Yes, AJ, uh, no, uh, Jamie, you and I both watched it and covered it for on the podcast. Um, and it was a pretty good show, but the problem with it is that, like many cable shows lately, the season finale was like a year and a half ago, and I can't yeah, even remember what happened. That's right? why I thought it ended. Oh, no, I don't that's remember what happened. That's why I thought it ended. Say. I just remember yeah. it was really good. That's what I remember. Yeah. I mean, I thought it was always a fantastic show, and now I'm like, what the hell was going on? Because, like, I mean, partly because of the way basic cable works, and partly because of COVID. Like, yeah, because shows... COVID screwed with everything. And it's so long yeah. I'm like, what the, do I even care about this anymore? Yeah. So there's that. Anyway, um, yeah, that's coming back soon or right around now, right? I think it's February 27th. I want to say. All right. Yeah, I'll check it out when it, I'll check it out when it happens. And yeah, we'll see they definitely what happens need a, with that show. A recap. Excuse yeah. Me. So. Yeah, so. All right. Well, that's all good stuff. Yep. We'll check it out. Yep. All right. I think, oh, did you guys didn't watch um, Astrid and Lily, right? You said you didn't. I did. Oh, my God, I did. So, AJ, hold hold your thought on Boba Fett for a minute. I watched Astrid and Lily. Um, I watched what the hell is Astrid and Lily? Astrid and Lily saved the world. World is about. Yeah. It's about two high school girls who have to save the world. It's not like Buffy, but I guess the best thing you can compare it to is Buffy, where two girls have learned that they are chosen to close a portal to save the world. Um, they are not like, you know how Buffy was like the hot, well, Buffy wasn't popular. Buffy was hot, but not popular. These girls are not popular. Anyway, I did watch it. Um, Jamie, partly because I read your interview, uh, which is that interview up that you did with the two girls who were the yes, stars of the yes, show? Yes. I put that up the day of the premiere. It's been up. Sorry. I didn't so mention what happened was, what happened was it came on after, it came on after Resident Alien. So I watched it. Um, I didn't really like it. It's not. Um, so it's a little bit, is that a sci-fi original? It's a little bit of a return to a sci-fi, like the level of, the level of, it's a campy, it's it's definitely sort of a campy sci-fi. I think it's also, I would say is geared not, I mean, I think we're older than its target audience too. Oh, I mean, I don't they're not looking for a 50 year old. I I liked it. It's okay. It's it's a little, (laughs) It's it's light sci-fi, but um, but yeah, it's it's a little campy. It's it's more kind of that. But I, I do like a lot of you know the message behind it and everything. And you know because a lot of the show, if you watch it, and that's the part of the show that I think a lot of people connect with, and I think does make it good, is a lot of the show is about bullying and kind of dealing with people and things like that and. That it that they can be everybody can be heroes and that you don't need to you know be the popular kid and have all this and and it's funny I mean it's, it's good it's not like my favorite show but I I enjoyed it and I've I've watched a few of them but it, but it's definitely more of like a campy like you said sci-fi I don't know if it's sci-fi original or not 
But um, well, I mean, yeah, I would definitely so, it's not not the target audience. I mean, I would say it's for slightly younger. Well, it is. I mean, so you know, it's about these two girls who are. Yeah, I, I mean, I get it, Jamie. I I hear you that I appreciate that these are two characters that are. I don't want to say they're on the fringes of high school society, but they're not in the popular crowd, right? Um, at, and it's a very, you know, it's about, like, these two girls who, like, they want to be popular. They, 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 they're nice girls, but they're, and honestly, it's because they're not skinny and traditionally attractive is why they're, conventionally attractive is why they're excluded from high school society, right? Which is a common right. thing, maybe. They're they're a little bit overweight. They, I mean, they, and I'm not saying that, like, part of the show is that they're called the Pudge Patrol. Um, yeah. And they are unlikely heroes who are somehow. So one thing I find that I didn't really like about it, the Giles character, the guy who's, like, their guide to, the hot guy who's their the guy guide to, their watcher, right? He's basically the watcher, the guy with the horn. He's basically the watcher, their guide to. Well, I've never he's seen very, that. he's very one-dimensional. He's very he he's the exposition fairy. Like he shows up, yeah, and it's like, by the way, you must like get the horn of this guy. He's the exposition fairy. Shows up. He's a terrible, terrible character right now in the first episode. I hope they will make him an actual person going forward. Yeah, I think he becomes more. I would say more of a character, but yeah, that is kind of his role at the beginning. But um, but anyway, I don't know. But it's anyway, about, I thought know, it was not heroes being comfortable with yourself. It's, it's 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 okay, you know. I thought it was not good enough for me to watch another episode of it, but I'll I will give you that I'm not the target audience. Yeah, I'm, and that's high school I'm not people the are the target audience either. But I mean, I didn't like. It wasn't bad. I just not really something that I'd necessarily say was a favorite show. Like, well, watch, but. I think yeah. that I think that some people like it, and I think that if you're younger than us, you probably have a better chance of of liking it um, more. I think it, it has is. A, I think it has show. a. I think it has a terrible name. I think the title is terrible. Astro only saved the world yeah, is not I a show that. that maybe is gonna get a lot of that. viewers. Yeah. Yeah. But but it's sort of a campy, silly. You know, it's not it's not a serious show, but at the same time, it's not like a. It's not a resident alien, you know. Well, there were no fart jokes or dick jokes. There were right, some right. high school jokes, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I think I mean, it's definitely and, aimed at, at younger. I think high, like high school age will probably like it more. Um, mm-hmm. But you know, we're not the target audience. But it's not bad. I mean, it was okay. I didn't, I didn't dislike it. Um, high school, except for Artie. There's no way Artie would tolerate that show. Well, Artie's not a girl either. I think it's probably. Well, no, I guess it doesn't have to be a girl's show. But I feel like girls would probably like it more than guys. Uh, I think Artie. Maybe that's Artie, stereotyping. Maybe I shouldn't say that. I just, for whatever reason, think that. I think any viewer Artie has a, a much um, has a mature and sophisticated taste compared to a lot of fourteen year olds. <laughs> yes. <laughs> He's fifteen. There, now. that works. He's what? He wouldn't tolerate. He's I said what? he's 15 now. He's 15 now? Wow. Yeah, all right. Yeah. That's so crazy. Uh, oh, my God, AJ. Alyssa's kid is 15. I know. Oh, shit. Oh, my God. Um, yeah, Art, there's no way. Artie, uh, sometime we should make Artie yeah, watch. Yeah, no. He, Artie should no, watch let, an episode of this let me shit put, and then report to us. Uh, let, let me put you this way, yeah, yeah. okay? Artie didn't watch the 4400 with me one night because he had some homework to finish and I had to get the show watched before the podcast. He hasn't watched an episode since. 
<laughs> I, I said to him, I was like, all right, you know, you get caught up and you watch with me next week. And then the following week, he's like, oh, I still haven't watched the other episode. And I was like, you need to. I was like, I am not watching this alone. He hasn't watched, like, the last four episodes. <laughs> And he's like, it's not good enough. <laughs> he's like, yeah, that was his plan all along. He's like, it was so bad. He's like, why would you make me watch that? I was like, because I have to. <laughs> all right, AJ, I want you to, I want you to tell them to get their priorities straight, and we need him on the podcast and history and English, whatever. They don't matter. All right, we need no. him. <laughs> uh, yeah. All right. Oh, all right. So on to Boba Fett. All right. Well, I guess, yeah, because yeah, you guys go into the show I haven't seen. So I am going to go. Oh, my God. All but, right. Um, good night, Jamie. Have a good night. All right. Night, Jamie. Enjoy the rest of the show. I will talk to you guys next week. Good night. Yep. Sounds have a good, good week. Bye. You Bye-bye. Night, Jamie. So. All right. The best episode of the season did not feature Boba yeah. Fett. And I got a lot of problems with that, right? Like, look, I thought this episode was great. I really enjoyed it. I think it's a real problem when the best episode of your show doesn't include the title character of your show, right? Yeah. Like, the problems we've talked about all season with this show, like, uh, was this – Episode five, like a lot of people have said, is this episode five of Boba Fett or is this episode one of The Mandalorian season three, right? This is great. I love yeah, this no, it's, it's episode five of Boba Fett. It was, it was such a great episode. Oh, now, here's yeah. where I get confused, actually, is the way the episode ends when Boba's talking to Fennec and he says, I'll, I'll be happy to help. He goes, but I have to go visit a little friend first. So yeah. that leads me to believe – now, does that mean next week we're going to see Boba – it's going to be the Mandalorian again, going to see Grogu and then coming back? Or does that mean that Boba's contra- confrontation – like, is this, like, kind of like, like, kind of like a preview to what season three of the Mandalorian is going to be about, which means Boba Fett is going to end before the confrontation with the Pikes. So this season ends. He hasn't confronted the Pikes at all. And then we get Mandalorian season three, and then we get Book of Boba Fett season two, and that's when Mando comes back to help Boba Fett, which honestly I think is a big mistake if that's what they're doing because Boba Fett needs to become Boba Fett again. Like this softer, gentler Boba Fett is not Mm -hmm. working. So, and my theory I, at, at first was that yeah. he was going to, you know, this was like a buildup. Like he was going to try and be a softer, gentler Boba Fett, and then he was going to realize that doesn't work, and then he was going to go back to his old ways and just be a badass. Yep. I don't he know that can great. happen now. You know, I don't know that can happen now if we have to wait for season three of Mandalorian and then come back to Boba Fett for the big, you yeah. know, switch back. You know what I mean? I just... Not really sure what they're doing with Boba Fett. This is not. So I kind of agree with you because it ended right now, like after last week. I wouldn't watch another season of it. It's not very, it's boring, right? Every week I'm like, AJ, it's so boring. And then we talk, we try to talk about how it's not boring, but it's actually boring. Um, I love this episode. This episode was great. This episode makes me want to see The Mandalorian so much, right? This episode did nothing to make me care about Boba Fett. Like, at the very end, 
Fennec is yeah. like, um, oh, can we hire you? And he's like, oh, I have some shit to do. Okay. Um, it doesn't make me care about Boba Fett at all. Um, I think that we will not see more of Mando. We certainly won't see Grogu. Like, the idea that we would, like, nah. because he says he wants to see Grogu, it's how we know that we're that it's waiting for the Mandalorian. There's no way we're going to see Grogu. Yeah, that's, this, that's exactly what I think. Right? There's no way. So this does seem like a teaser for the Mandalorian season three. And in that sense, it's unnecessary. Like the Mandalorian is not struggling. I think the Mandalorian would like, I don't need to see this to totally be psyched for the Mandalorian. I just don't know why they did this. Look, I'm glad they did it. I really enjoyed it. I'm not sure if, as you said, is the point to launch season three of the Mandalorian is the point to goose Boba Fett a little bit. Um, and as you say, he leaves at the end, like Mando leaves at the end of the episode. He's like, I'll be back. So, like, are we going to see two more episodes of Boba Fett trying to struggle to rule before we get to Unfortunately, I think, that, I think we are. I, I think that's exactly think what so we're going to see. Unfortunately. Which is kind of, I don't know if that's um, good storytelling, like to see them try to enlist some I muscle. I don't think it is. And then the guy leaves, and we're going to see Boba Fett finally try to do something and have to wait for Mando to come and save his bacon in season three. So, and is well, Mandalorian. Not so much coming to save his bacon, but, you know, I mean, he needs he needs people. And, and you know, and I think he's, I think that's going to be, I think it's not just going to be Mando. I think it's going to be, they're going to grab a bunch of people, you know what I mean? Have like himself yep. a little army because there's a lot of pikes. Mandalorian is Mando's good, but he ain't that good. You know what I mean? Even yeah. with the dark saber, and that's something else yep. that's been bothering me since since season one of the Mandalorian. I don't like the fact that they don't call him Din. He's a Mandalorian. Right. He's not the only Mandalorian. You can call the show the Mandalorian. That's fine. But the fact right. that everybody refers to him as Mando, yep. you know, the only people that actually yeah. call him by his name are other Mandalorians. Everybody else, yep. there could be 10 Mandalorians standing around, and they're like, hey, Mando. And he's the only one that responds? Like, that's yeah. kind of no, bothered me not, a little. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I could see some people calling him that, but but that's not his name. He's a Mandalorian, right. not it's, team, it's, Yeah. I, and you know what? I, I, one thing I thought was kind of funny uh, was, you know, you know I, I like that they gave some backstory um, – on what happened after the Empire took over with the Mandalorians and everything, which I thought was pretty yeah. great because, you know, a lot of the Mandalor- you know, the Mandalorians had stopped that whole, th- you know, way back when was the whole don't take your helmet off thing. And then mm-hmm. that became not a thing anymore. And then, but now you see Mando and um, Mother and the other guy. The armor, yeah. Still living that way, you know, and from, from her exposition, we find out that they were on a moon, they survived the attack, and they kind of went back to old ways. And then she asks him if he ever took his helmet off, and he says yes. And she's like, well, you're no longer a Mandalorian. You have to leave. And, you know, and I'm like, you know, that's like, and immediately my thought was, it's so funny because, and you know, if you don't know Star Trek lore, Star Wars, a yeah. Mandalorian, being a Mandalorian, it's not a race. 
A Mandalorian is not a race. It's more like a religion. It's a, it's a way of life. You know, it's kind of like why they say this is yeah. the way. Um, you know, Except anybody can be a Mandalorian. from the same planet, but it's a religion, right? And he says, right. when he's asked it's, to give up his weapons yeah. on the on the spaceship, he says, this is my religion. Yeah. Um, you know, and that's the thing. Like, when she tells him you can't be a Mandalorian anymore, my first thought was, that's like telling a Catholic you can't be Christ- a Christian anymore. You can't believe in Jesus anymore. Like, that was the first thing I thought. Like, you can't tell somebody they can't be the religion they want to be yeah. anymore. Yeah. Yeah, and if she had said, like, you can't wear the armor anymore, might have made a little more sense to you, right? Like, yeah. Not that you can't be Mandalorian, guess, but yeah. you can't wear the – and yet she lets him keep the yeah. dark saber. Um, he leaves with the dark saber. Well, because – well, because you heard the he story of Darksaber. Right? If he somebody, won it, yeah. Yeah, he won it in battle. Yeah. If somebody takes it without having it been won in battle, it, it leads nothing but, but pain and suffering and strife, kind of what happened yeah. to uh, – uh, what's her face? Uh, Who is getting her own series? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Who I'd love to see some more so. in this series. Um, I mean – so you I know, I was kind of, feel... I was kind of wondering if there's some of the muscle that that he, that Boba might get too. I'm wondering. Well, it'd be great <laughs> to see that's it. what it is. Next week, next next week will be the backdoor pilot for Bo-Katan series. <laughs> well, yeah, right. I mean, because I mean, it would be terrible to be using this show to launch all your other series, and yet this show doesn't have any real juice of its own, right? Like, like, yeah, but, but that is kind of boring. Nothing's really happened. We're all not super excited about the show necessarily. We're trying to like it. Um, but they have dealt, this episode delved into so much more lore and it was so much more interesting. I do feel like this, ep- yeah. like, so we all agree that this was season three, episode one of the Mandalorian pretty much happened on our screen when we watched this, right? Um, and it's setting up what's going to happen. In particular, you mentioned that when the armorer says to Din Jaren, she says, like, you're not in, what? You took off your helmet? You can't be a Mandalorian anymore. And he says, how can I, how can I atone? And she says, you've got to go back to Mandalore and go back into the mines and wherever and whatever. And he says, oh, but those yeah. have all been destroyed. And she's like, that is the way. So I felt like, oh, guess what? That's what we're going to see next season. That's season three. It's yeah. going to be Din Djarin going back to the mines of Moria or whatever we call them to go redeem himself and become a Mandalorian again, right? Like, I feel like totally yeah. that's what they were telegraphing with. I could be wrong, but that's what I think. And are you agreeing with me? It's, yeah. Yes? Yeah, it's definitely going to be mm-hmm. at least part of it. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't – and that's why – Another reason why this felt episode one, like, why is this in the middle of Boba Fett? Like, in the end of it, he doesn't agree to help Boba Fett. Like, I thought, I totally thought at the beginning of this, like, the first half of it, okay, by the end of it, he's going to agree to help Boba Fett, right? Yeah. No, he's like, no, Boba Fett, I got to go find Grogu. And he does well, have no, that he little... agreed. He agreed to help after he, he comes, comes back. back. When he comes back, <laughs> yeah. Well, I feel like Boba Fett needs help right now. Well, that's um, the thing. I mean, but, it, well, uh, Din isn't going to be the only help he gets. There's no way it can be the only help he gets. The the, the Pikes course, are an yeah. entire syndicate, you know. 
Yeah. And we saw all we saw all the pikes that landed on Tatooine. So it's not going to be, yeah. you know, I mean, with who he with a few that he has right now, he's he's got the start of a nice little army, but there's going to be others. Yes, it's too bad they so fired just, um, Kara, Kara, what's her name, the MMA fighter who got fired from this show, because she would be a perfect Dune, person yeah. to, yeah, yeah, Kara Dune, yeah, Kara Dune yeah. fired, but she'd be great. Yeah, he'll get some helpers, but like we spent a whole episode, a whole awesome episode, with a person who might not come back to help him. Like we, like I feel like in this episode we saw also where. Both it's on a mission. Like he says, I want to go find Grogu. And the armor is like, uh, you can't, like, whatever. And he's like, yeah, I'm totally going to find Grogu. And then they melt down the, the spear, right? And they make a gift yeah, I can't wait to Grogu. See I think it might be a little chainmail. Like, did you see the part where it looks like little rings? Yeah. He had made out of the. Yeah. I did. I'm like, I was kind of wondering like, that. that a little sort of a chainmail little vest for him? that she's made it's very small it fits in that little in that little bandana that looks like his little ears right thing we're not going to see until the mandalorian and i just don't see how i just don't see how we see mando in the rest of boba fett well that's what i'm saying i don't think the confrontation the confrontation doesn't happen until season two of of boba fett these next two episodes i think are just going to be him gathering other people to help him. Well, I guess both that's still setting up its own conflict, right? Um, yeah. And, I mean, so there's a whole, we've talked about this for a long time, that I don't really, like, I would rather see Boba Fett become, like, who, like a real Boba Fett, a stronger guy, than be a guy that relies on others to help him, right? Like, yeah, he needs muscle to help him, but... I mean, we talked about this, how Boba Fett doesn't really do anything or, like, he he's way too pacifist to really be the Boba Fett that I expect from the show. Exactly. And so I'd like to see him, like, do some badass shit in the next two weeks. Yeah. Is he going to do that? I don't know, but... Me I mean, too. It's hard to even really talk about this episode in the sense of uh, the Boseth's not in it at all. Boseth's not even in this episode at all, right? He never appears. Fennec. I mean, he doesn't even come. Minute. He doesn't even show up. With, yeah, he doesn't even show show up with Fennec. <laughs> She's by herself. Yeah, and Fennec's like, "We need help," and he's like, "Oh, Boba, right?" And and then he leaves at the end. Um, and if we were talking about if we were talking about the Mandalorian, there'd be so much here to talk about. I mean, we still could with like the whole religion. Like there was so much about their religion and yeah. about the dark the dark sword, the dark saber. The dark sword it's called, right? Um, dark saber. Which we saw we saw that um, we saw Mando win it away from uh, who was that? Guy? What was that guy's name Mark last Gideon. season? Um, Moff Gideon. Gideon. Yeah. Um, Moff Gideon. I mean, we saw that. But we got all that mythology, and apparently, so, not. I don't read Star Wars books or comics, but apparently, if you do, and I don't know if you do, AJ, but I know that you know Star Wars mythology a lot more than I do, and the Darksaber has a lot of, has appeared in a lot of, like, books and cartoons or whatever, right? It has it's, a long history. It's, it's, 
it's heavily featured in um, stuff that is not canon, um, which they kind of brought some of that into canon in this episode when they talked about the, the forging of of the weapon. Um, right. So I think like, the first. Does this like I think re-canonize the, it? Pretty much. Well, the first time it's the first time the saber has been around in canon. It actually showed up in um, the Clone Wars. In, in the animated Clone Wars. Oh, in in the cartoons, yeah. Is when the dark saber is when the dark saber. Wait, no, I take that back. Nope, I ta- I take that. Wait, yes. You take it back. It you first showed it up back. in the Clone What? I <laughs> I was trying to I'm trying I was trying to remember what came first. It first showed up in the Clone Wars, and then it showed up again in Rebels, which takes which Rebels is um like five years before. A New Hope, and then Bo-Katan ends up with it right before everything, right before the Empire wins, and then she lost it to Gideon, and then Din Djarin gets it. Oh, yeah, yeah, you know your history of the Darksaber. So it's Jaren. everywhere. I mean, yeah. it's, it's, and that's, so it's that's a little just bit... The canon, that's just the canon history. <laughs> so it's a little bit like Excalibur from, like, the tales of King Arthur, right? Like, there's this story about how you can't wield it when he's fighting with it. Um, the armorer is saying to him, mm-hmm. you, can't fight it. you can't fight the sword. You have to fight your enemy. And as long, like, basically saying as long as you think about yeah. having a sword, you can never really deal with it, right? Um, and I felt like that was a little, like, Excal- like, it's very the chosen one, right? Like, it's Excalibur, it's the sort of Gryffindor, it's a mythical sword that you have to be worthy to carry. And of course we know the Mandalorian's worthy of it, right? But we're well, waiting, what makes I, you, I mean what makes you what makes you worthy is by winning it in battle. Yes, but he won it in battle, but he still struggles to wield it, right? Because I mean the armorer right. is saying to him, like, you can't like just because you won it you yeah. have to keep it. You have to wield it. It's like you, you're, and I think she's basically saying that he needs to be more psychologically and mentally able to wield it. Like winning, it's one thing. Yeah. Owning, it's another thing. Within that, but I feel like that's a whole story for next season, right? Like that's a Mandalorian story. Like yeah. can he, can he control it? Can he wield it? Can he? Um, I, I mean. I love this episode. It's very, very bad that this episode was the best episode of the whole season. Like, it's the book of Boba Fett. He's not even in it, and it's the best episode, right? Like, I'm sorry, that's bad. Like, I know I've been whining about the show, and a lot of people, not you, but other people have been telling me, like, no, it's not that bad. No, like, he's not even in it, and it's the best episode. (laughs) Yeah, I've had many conversations like this. And the fact that John Favreau wrote it, he writes all of it. Like the same, like there's a small group yeah. of people who write it and control it. And like, how could you be doing such? I don't know. The book about Fett should is bad to me. Has been bad, not worthy of. And they make it. I don't know. This was a great episode of The Mandalorian. It was not at all an episode yeah. of <laughs> a Boba Fett. And that yep. gives us so. This was episode six, so we have one more episode of Boba Fett. Is that it? No, that was, one, that was five. More. That was episode five. 
We got two so we have two more. Probably yeah. without Mando. Mando's gone off to see Grogu now, so. Yep. So. All right. We'll see All how right. it goes. All right. We'll do it again next week. Same shows, same time. We'll all be here. All right. Great talking to you, as always. Thanks, everyone. You too. All right. Good night, everybody. Thank you all for listening. Come back and listen to us again next week. Good night.